0: A sustainable fashion supporter, welcome to Recloseted Radio, a podcast dedicated to fashion sustainability and equipping you with the knowledge to do better in the world. I'm your host, Selena Ho, and I promise to support you on this journey to right the harmful fashion industry. You ready? Let's dive in. Welcome back. In today's episode, I'm talking all about cotton and organic cotton. In particular, I'll be explaining where it comes from, the benefits, as well as the drawbacks, and then I'll also discuss the environmental impact of cotton and discuss whether or not I think it's a sustainable fabric. Cotton is considered a natural fabric, and if you don't know what that means, I suggest you go back to episode 6 where I overviewed the difference between natural versus man-made or synthetic fibers. And in our sixth episode of this podcast, I also said I would do deep dive on materials in future episodes, so I decided to do cotton first just because it is one of the most common natural fibers and it is a bit of a tricky debate when it comes to the sustainability behind this fiber. To start off with, I thought I would give a lay of the land of the cotton industry and give you some background there and also tell you how it's survived. When I was writing the Recloseted Handbook, your Sustainable Fashion Guide, which for those of you that don't know is our Sustainable Fashion ebook, I did a lot of research on cotton, and a lot of people would call cotton a rich man's commodity but a poor man's crop. And I'm doing air quotes, you obviously can't see it, but you know, you'll see why that is and you'll see why that makes sense when I talk about the background behind this crop. So, as you have probably gathered by now, because cotton is a natural fiber and I just talked about how it's a poor man's crop, Cotton comes from plants, and so what farmers will do is they'll essentially get cotton seeds, they'll decide to plant it, and cotton to grow into the cotton bowl plants takes a lot of water, it takes a lot of nutrients, it needs sunlight, and also farmers will typically use a lot of pesticides as well to protect these plants. And you may have read this statistic or seen it on our social media channels because we talk about it a lot. But an average cotton t-shirt takes 2,700 liters of water to produce. 2,700 liters. And to put that into perspective, that's approximately two and a half years of clean drinking water for one person. And I don't know about you, but in areas of the world where people don't have clean drinking water, it seems ridiculous to me that we're putting that into cotton to make yet another cotton t-shirt. In addition to the massive amounts of water that farmers need to use to water these cotton bowl plants, farmers will also typically use a lot of pesticides as well to protect these plants. Not to keep bombarding you with statistics, but I think they do give a good indication of how bad it is. So, 16% of the world's insecticides, 7% of the world's herbicides, and 4% of the worldwide nitrogen fertilizers are all being used towards this cotton industry. And the problem here is that while that allows the farmers to protect the cotton bowls and allow them to grow better and flourish under you know, a lot of different weather conditions, for example, or what have you, It's actually really bad and can be harmful to the workers' health and the surrounding ecosystem. So if a farmer set up shop, let's say, in an average neighborhood, it could actually go into the waters or it could even harm his neighbors. So there's a lot of health implications with this as well. And unsurprisingly, if you listen to past episodes, I've talked about how consumption has increased, people are buying more and we're producing more. And obviously that has an upstream impact, right? Like if we need more clothes and the demand for clothes is increasing, all of that requires materials, like I've said before. So since the 2000s, The demand for cotton has skyrocketed, so there's more people trying to grow cotton and it's just becoming more and more of a problem because obviously it uses so much water, there's so many pesticides, and again, it's just not a good uh, cycle to be in. Once the cotton bowls are all planted and harvested, and if you want to see what it looks like, I'll have a link in the show notes, but essentially they kind of look like cotton balls, like we use, like girls use to remove <laughs> their makeup. It kind of looks like that on a plant. Anyways, those are all harvested and then they're usually shipped to a spinning facility that is typically in China or India. There, the cotton is then transformed into yarn. This yarn is then sent to mills, typically, where it's weaved into this rough gray-looking fabric and then that is treated with chemicals to make it soft and white, so what we traditionally think of when we hear the word cotton. Then if it's needed, the cloth will then be bleached and dyed into different colors, so let's say if someone's making a black t-shirt, then it'll be treated with you know, quite a few chemicals to get that black color, and once that cloth is all ready to go, it'll be shipped. To some sort of labor factory where the garment workers will essentially sew and put the garment together then after let's say the t-shirt is manufactured it'll then be shipped to the retailer's locations or let's say if it's an e-com business then the product will be shipped to the customer's home So the two main drawbacks, as you can probably gather from this, are first and foremost, the amount of water, and the ridiculous amount of water, might I add, it takes to produce cotton, and then the second problem is, of course, the pesticides. In recent years, though, you may have heard of organic cotton, and organic cotton has been increasing in popularity. Essentially, that just means that the cotton was grown without genetically modified seeds and without the use of toxic chemicals like pesticides. That being said, though, worldwide we still produce about 23 million metric tons of cotton, and of that, less than 1% is organic cotton. So, in the grand scheme of things, this is quite a small drop in the bucket. But it is a good solution and alternative for people that care about toxic chemicals and the health of the farmers and also the people around these cotton bull farms. So, there's an alternative for you as well. On that note, though, I have read a few people writing articles and things like that debunking how organic cotton is sustainable. And essentially, the argument there is just that it uses just as much water, if not more, to grow these organic cotton bowls, just because, again, you're not using chemicals. And so I think that there's obviously room for argument for everything not to be sustainable or to be sustainable and at the end of this episode I'll kind of share my personal viewpoints and what I do but I'll link some of those articles down below as well in case you wanted to check it out. Now that you know a little bit more about where cotton comes from and the background behind it I did want to talk about the benefits. Because cotton is a natural fiber, it is quite soft and comfortable, as you'll probably know when you wear like your cotton sweaters or your cotton crews, things like that. Cotton is also known to be hypoallergenic, so it usually won't irritate people with sensitive skin as well, which is great. And from a durability perspective, it is known to be quite strong and resist abrasion. And cotton is typically machine washable, so it's also great for people that are lazy with washing their clothes. In terms of the drawbacks, though, I have already outlined it, so it's just, again, the vast amount of water that it requires to grow, and then also just the amount of pesticides as well. Okay, so now that you know how cotton is derived, you know the benefits and the drawbacks, now let's discuss the environmental and sustainability impacts. Because it is a natural fiber, we have been talking a lot about the beginning of life, so again, like how much water it uses and how many pesticides but what I haven't mentioned yet is just the end of life. So when you no longer want your cotton t-shirt or your cotton crew neck, for example, and it gets sent to the landfill, it is a natural fiber. So technically it can biodegrade. So end of life is much better versus let's say a polyester shirt. So, I mean, from that perspective, it's not too bad, but personally for me, I just can't feel good buying new cotton anymore just because I know how much water it requires and I'm personally very passionate about the fact that in areas of the world where there's not clean drinking water, it seems again ridiculous to me that we're using it to make clothing where there's so many better alternatives like hemp or tinsel. That being said, I do know that cotton is usually quite cheap, like cheaper than hemp or tinsel garments And I know that people do like how soft and durable cotton can be. So if you still want to buy cotton, I do recommend you try to thrift or shop secondhand for it. Because cotton is used so commonly in garments, and again, because we're buying more and more, the quality at thrift shops is actually not bad, and there is a lot of cotton in there. So if you do want to buy something new that's cotton, maybe look into thrifting. And if you're looking for an alternative besides cotton, I would recommend hemp or tensile. Hemp doesn't require a lot of water and it's also a natural fiber, so it'll biodegrade. However, hemp on its own is quite rough and coarse. So what a lot of other manufacturers or brands will do is they'll combine it with organic cotton or cotton. And I think that's fine. Like I have a couple crews that are hemp and organic cotton, and I really like them. Tensile is also a really good alternative. It's technically a synthetic fabric, but it's being used by dissolving wood pulp, and they use chemicals, and so it's controlled in an environment. And I won't talk about it too much in this episode because I do want to do a future episode on tencel, and we will have a Material Monday blog post on it. But for the purposes of this podcast episode, because it is talking about cotton, basically I recommend thrifting, shopping secondhand, or even swapping cotton pieces with your friends if you're really, really into this fabric. Otherwise, I would look into hemp and tencel. And there you have it. That was today's episode. I hope you learned a little bit more about cotton. And if you want to read more about this fabric, I will have our material Monday linked down below. Iris did write one on cotton and organic cotton, and it was very well done. I also talk about cotton and deep dive on it and also tell you what you should look for when you buy cotton and especially organic cotton because there are certifications to watch out for. And so again, that's just our handbook, which is called the Recloseted Handbook, Your Sustainable Fashion Guide, and it's available on our website at www.recloseted.com backslash handbook. If you want to help us spread fashion sustainability and recruit more members to join our recloseted movement... Make sure you leave us a rating and review. That really helps us. And take a screenshot of you listening to this episode and post it to your Instagram stories and tag us at recloseted. That helps us spread the word and it's also really cool seeing you guys listen to our episodes. I hope you have an amazing week and remember, we are all in this together and together we will write the harmful fashion industry.